0: What's up, listeners? This is Casual Ninja with one Tucker. Let's get canceled podcast. Let's get canceled. Yep. Let's get canceled podcast. Let's get canceled. Yep. We got a great episode for you today because today we're going to talk about the fake gurus. Fake. My fucking fake gurus. There. First of all, I want to apologize for even because even I got fooled. Because a lot of truths came out about the Fresh and Fit podcast. And I was one of the active watchers and listeners. Due to the fact that they are also company with other people that I watch, like Kevin Samuels, Donovan Sharp. Um, but I don't think Kevin Samuels is actually deal with them anymore. And as for Donovan Sharp, he just tries to stay out of it. Which I don't blame him. So, well, look at, look at
1: who they tried to, like, Mr. Samuels. Mm-hmm. You see how they tried to associate themselves with him, them, right? Yeah. But Mr. Samuels don't move like that.
0: They really don't.
1: He talk about some fragrances. I ain't going to front. They got some price tags attached to him. That's peace. That's what you went to. He talk about candles. He like fragrance. He like aromatherapy. But he sure as hell ain't flossing with a fake jet and a fake Lambo.
0: Faye Jet, Fame Lambo, you flashing guns. It's just like I'm well, seen cool. homeboy
1: in the back of Ubers.
0: Yeah. So the question is, what type of message are you trying to put out there? Like you say your podcast is fresh and fit. It's about business, mindset, dating coach, but you're acting the complete opposite. And so much so much truth came out between even a so-called goon who came to the, the office to break in. He's not a goon. That was the intern, facts. And he did a he did a podcast with O'Shea Du Jackson, revealing all the dirt that Fresh, no, not well, Fit did. People don't really have too much problem with the dark skin dude, which is Fresh. He just let the skinny one, Fit, do all like the show running and shit because he likes yeah, the spotlight.
1: But, yeah, but we got a dude who I can honestly say. Well, I ain't gonna put that out there. But we got another dude that blasted both of them.
0: What we'll do we do with that? Oh. You're fresh. About... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fresh, hey, fresh CEO, something like that?
0: Yeah, fresh CEO, yeah. You blast him, too. Oh, yeah, I know. They're, they're basically fake gurus. And the fact that they're really perpetrators. They don't stand by anything they teach. Matter of fact, they don't even have game. Like, all they dirt came out. They went to dating coaches, asked for their advice, and just and repack. everything. Repackage it from the junk. Yep. And all you do is repeating yourself. So you're not even talking about experiences. Like you're like your experiences is basically their experiences and you're just copying it. Facts. And the fact <laughs> that the girls that come onto your podcast, you did your intern dirty. Then pay them, trying to cut them out, some of the, the money deals where you set up with the girls, the clubs, and anything. Yeah, just some grimy niggas.
1: Yeah, for sure. But see, what it really comes down to is they perpetrating what they want to be. They want to be max. They want to be wealthy and successful. Now, all props to them, they took their platform from zero to to the moon. But somewhere along the lines, their heads got too big, and now you're going to try to put up a front.
0: Well, here's the main problem I have with them, <clears throat> which is the message. And you can't put out a certain message when you're only having one type of females on your show. Or oh, Just about that message. Facts. You got Facts. young girls. You got girls in the fast life, like bartenders, strippers, porn stars, OnlyFans models. Uh, you don't have no genuine... Quality. Value, yeah, you don't have quality. Value women. Yeah, you don't got quantity. You don't have quality.
1: Now, not to say the females they brought on they ain't got no money, but
0: money don't equate morals, ethics, values. No, they no. don't. So, of course, the girls you bring on to the show, and he's trying to get, apparently he was trying to get, like, free sex from them. He would get the girls, come over, get them drunk, and then get on the podcast. See, now, here go to real.
1: Back when I was in college, all those centuries ago, one of the rules I had was anytime I was about to maybe have relations with a female, Mm -hmm. you can't come through here drunk, high, none of that. Because I'm not about to let you use that as an excuse for what you did with me. Exactly. I don't want that to be something that maybe it didn't go the way she wanted, so now she want to try to flip it and put me in a bad position. Because mm-hmm. one of the worst things a female can do for to a man is lie about
0: it. Which they do every day.
1: Because a woman's word is usually going to be taking over a man's word.
0: Fact. Especially if she's playing a victim.
1: So anybody that's really been a, a player, yeah. you know. There's rules to this. Shit. You do not come through. You do not let her get twisted before she before the dude gets done. Yeah. Now, if you're a real player, you can smash that out. Yo, let's go get drunk now. Then smash again. Yeah, facts. But he would get drunk first. You don't get a chick drunk. Nah, because then she can come back with, oh, I wasn't in my right mind. You know, he took advantage of me. Nah.
0: Yeah, but here's the problem. The problem is the fact that he kept the cameras rolling to purposely – When the girl girl says something that he didn't like, he would purposely kick them out and make that a thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw one of those episodes like that.
0: Yeah, and he would purposely do it just to make it a thing. Like make it part of the podcast, yeah.
1: Now, where one of the people we watch is a little bit more direct, and he's coming from a position of, I'm your elder. you got to give me that respect. That's just tradition. He kind of... This other dude would lead it in that direction and would be blatantly disrespectful just because she had a different opinion. Now, the other person, on the other hand, he's pointing out that, now, nah, ma'am, you lying. You're not trying to take accountability. But on the other hand, this female just got a different opinion and you try oh, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here right now. Okay. I credit her for just being cool with it. Like, all right, I'm out. I don't need to be on here. I'm, I got money. I'm getting it. Thanks. But the sad part about this is that right now in, in the, I'm going to just use this word loosely, the black community, we got a lot of people becoming, I don't know, I guess the only word to say is influencers, educators. Mm-hmm. So we got people in relationship. We got image consultants. We got people talking about finance. We talk. We got people talking about insurance, stock market, um, a a whole plethora of different categories, and what's happening is that we've got some genuine people out here that actually know what they're talking about, been out here for a minute, but then you got these flash in the pan dudes that come on, or dudes and dudettes that come on because they got a, a an inflammatory position, meaning. They're being extra with it. Mm-hmm. They seem to be more credible
0: now. I want to talk about the black community, but I want to talk about the black community in a separate episode because that's a whole topic in itself.
1: Yeah, but see, the people we're talking about are catering towards that
0: community. Well, that's the problem. See, the thing is, they always okay so when it comes to the black community, they always. It's, it's honestly a contradiction because we're always looking for people to uplift the black community. But please, how? Please. Because you, you are and you're not. And I'm going to tell you how. When black guy dates out his race, he's slandered for it. When a black woman dates out the race, she's applauded for it. So how is, so if our own women think dating, not dating their own kind, is better for them. How are you trying to uplift the black community?
1: Well, for that answer, we got it. we We already got that answer. Go, everybody listening, go to interracial um, date, marriage. In yeah, fact, we, we, we did that, yeah. But, but, well, but to go back to it, you know, I would say for men and women, they both feel like they may have exhausted their options for their current geographic location. I can't find nothing that's up to my standards, and I don't mean standards that are like highfalutin over the mm-hmm. top. I'm talking basics, respect, loyalty. They value me. They have um a drive to earn. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're not meeting the, the the basics, you can't even get to the extras. So when they feel like they've exhausted their options, they go outside the race. And then on another hand, you got some that feel like, well, those in my race don't seem to want me, but I want somebody to want
0: me. Mm. Well, here's the crazy part, right? I think when it comes to relationships, the reason why relationships are so bad is because everybody's just too selfish. And that's why we got gurus. We got, oh, I'm going to teach you how to pick up girls. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to be red pill, blue pill. Everybody is selfish because apparently if there's one thing that these fake gurus teach us, and I've always said this, any type of relationship is always about leverage. It's always about leverage. Facts. Ain't no It's like You can say love, money, finances, it's, at the end of the day, it's all about leverage no matter what it is.
1: And if you're in a real relationship, you're not looking for that type of real leverage.
0: Yeah. And, and we break down to, to, to levels about Oh, like if they need therapy, if they don't trust people, you know, it's just like people will ruin a good thing based off their own baggage, man or woman. Facts. Facts. So that's on both
1: sides of the coin.
0: Yeah, that's on both sides of the coins. Gurus know this. Gurus will basically the fake go after guru. was that yeah, fake gurus will basically go after. Okay, this side is against this side. How can I make it seem like I'm for both sides? but I'm really for myself. That's it. You got fake gurus like Greg Cardone, uh, Jay Morrison. Because, like, I've watched their videos. I've watched videos to see what exactly am I learning. He talked a good game, but I didn't learn shit. But then let's talk about
1: one guru that we learned about and we gained something from him. Big shout outs to Wall Street Trapper. Yeah. He came up, he came with a real story. He got a real background. You can Google all this. And he figured out, well, if I keep going down this road, I'm just going to keep ending up in the same place. But I learned about this, so I'm going to keep going with it. But now what I want to do is influence my community to understand that I came from the gut. I'm, I'm down there where y'all were. And if you learn these basic things and invest over a period of time, you can have some real wealth, some generational wealth. Yeah. You know, I don't really see him, even though he got courses and stuff, I don't see a brother like that trying to benefit off of somebody's ignorance Or or somebody's insecurities or somebody's failures or somebody's misguided wants. Yeah. I mean, what men don't want a dime piece? These it facts. What women don't want a dime piece? True. But have men and women thought about what comes with a dime piece?
0: No, they don't.
1: You know, how many men are secure enough to have a dime piece and walk down the block with her
0: with every dude looking at her? See, my take on dime pieces... I think 9s and 10s are meant to be for everybody. I don't think you can wipe a dime piece. You try to wipe a dime piece, is basically a trophy wife. You know, she looks good on your arm, but she don't add no type of value. Because, let's just say, uh, a 9 and 10, what are they good for? They're good for nothing because they never had to be. They just have to show up and that's it and just be themselves.
1: I would say that would have to be true for the majority of them because I can't talk about the exceptions. Yeah. Can't talk about the exceptions, but I would definitely have to say that possibly for the
0: majority of them, that is true. And Here's the funny thing. Any, any female I deal with, right, I tell them something like this. Just because I smash, it don't mean I'm going to treat you differently because I feel like that's what most women feel like. I feel like most yeah. people are like, oh, once I get on the ass, he's gonna treat me like shit. It's like no, but see, I'm- his was yeah. crazy about
1: a lot of the some. Nah, I'm not gonna say lie, but some of the gurus, that, especially with relationships, they're telling you how to smash and keep it moving, how to get it and toss it away. Yeah, the gurus that are really trying to do good, you got to find that on your own. They're not talking about how to just smash. They talk about how to build a legacy with this person. Exactly. How you can understand this person, how you can grow and build with this person. But a lot of those, because they're not exciting per se, don't get the same play, but they're throwing out real knowledge. Yeah. On both sides of the coin. Because I've heard, and I got I to gotta shout out Mr. Samuels on this. A lot of people are going to say I don't agree necessarily with his approach
0: yeah. or his
1: mannerisms, right? Mm-hmm. But the crazy part is even he's addressed this and said, well, Gordon Ramsey's been on for the past 10 plus years with the same energy. Simon Cowell was on with the same energy. Why can't he use the same energy? Because he's not white.
0: Right? Exactly. So but at the same um, time, is
1: he dropping a real message?
0: And I've heard females, yeah.
1: I've heard females that are trying to heal the black community as far as relationships go relate back to him. The same way I've heard him relate to other females doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, but I noticed one iconic issue with gurus. Regardless if it's a female trying to teach game to women or a guy trying to teach game to men, the main issue is everybody's too <laughs> fixated on race. Race has nothing to do with anything. It's all about people skills and what type of person it is. There's, there's a shit person in every race. So, like, get that. I need people to get that out of their heads. And anybody who want to pick up chicks, I'm going to give you simple advice. I'm not a guru. I would never turn to be a guru in any aspect. You need people skills. Just talk to them. They're, regular people. They're, not, they're not special. They're just regular people. Now, with me, if I want to talk to a chick, I try to fill out the vibe, the energy, the area I'm at. Because me, personally, I don't cold approach. I'm not saying I'll never do it. I, the reason I don't do it it because I feel like sure is going to automatically say no because I'm too direct with it instead of just coming off simply as cordial. Like, she you basically know, knows what I'm after. You know I told you the greatest pickup line in history. Yeah, hello. <laughs> that's that's it. it. That's it. That's but it. Then, yeah, but then it's just like, to go, like, say she's just on her phone sitting down texting. If I go straight there and say hello, I feel like in her mind she's only like just going to say no.
1: Right, but see, that's a whole etiquette thing. That's another social skill. Yeah. If you see somebody on their phone or they texting, they busy right now. Yeah. That's an old school joint. If my mom was on the phone and I interrupted her, I might have got to ask her. Yeah, but girls you gotta know boys, social. Man. You got to have the social skills and know what the social cues are. Yeah. No, Easy social like... skill is a woman sitting at a bar. She's sipping on her drink and she's just looking around. Mm-hmm. She's in her mind. She's not busy with something in front of her hands. She ain't on social media. That would be a good time for a cold approach. Hey, how you doing this evening?
0: And I've done it at the airport. Like, if a girl made, uh, I'm at the bar, girl made a joke at the bar, We, I started laughing, she saw me laughing, and she started a conversation. That's when you make the move. Because
1: d- it's not a cold approach. The co- yeah. You don't the, want. The void was broken up by her being sociable. Yeah. And you being sociable. Yeah. But see, when we talk about the fake and phony gurus, they're not talking about skills like that. Yeah. They're talking about, you got to have game. You got to have this. You got to have that. And anytime you try to come at a female with strictly a wallet, she's going to peak game.
0: You want some fruity cocoa puffs? No, I forgot to um, turn off the ice machine. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Yeah, you see this place, bro? This place is like nice, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Well, sweet. Hell yeah. But yeah, bro. But that that's basically it. Like it's not hard. Like, and you got so many gurus on YouTube talking about talking about what talking about how to do it when they never did it. Yeah. Super, superficial shit too. Gotta get this car, gotta get this outfit, how to dress. It's like I've bagged bitches in bummy uptowns before.
1: And gym clothing. But see, I gotta appreciate content creators like Pocket Watch. Yeah, he watches other people that somebody in his audience might have recognized as being questionable. So then he goes and watches. He does his research. He's coming from a professional point of view. So he'll let you know along with I can't remember his homeboy how to recognize when people are trying to scam. And yeah. the simplest way to do that. If it sounds too good to be true, that shit is too good to be true.
0: No, I like, I like JT. with we'll I actually want to talk when I, I'm going to talk to him one day. Well, actually we, we've already talked before, but I'm going to tell him this joke I came up with because, because it's content. I, I, I'm going to tell him one day, like anytime tax time come around and I hear somebody do some illegal shit, or I'm going to add this person, or I'm going to add their kids to my taxes. I'm just going to be like, what you say? Yo, JT. Got another one, <laughs> but technically there's nothing actually
1: illegal about that. Yeah, it might be deemed immoral, mm-hmm.
0: unethical, but it's not technically illegal. Yeah. No, I get that, but it's just funny because it's just like it's anything when somebody does anything stupid when it comes to taxes, I was about like, yo JT, get him. <laughs>
1: See, the thing about it is he's coming from, like he says, an accountant's point of view and a financial planner. Yeah. Mind you, he's a fiduciary. So he's always looking out for his client's best interest. Mm -hmm. So he's literally pointing out to people how to recognize, maybe not necessarily always a scam, but misinformation. Okay. You know, so I, I think there was one that he covered where the person was talking about, if your social security is jacked up, all you got to do is get a CPN.
0: Oh, yeah. I yeah That was fake, too, bro. Right. Now, the CPN yeah. is not fake.
1: But you can't use it for tax purposes.
0: Yeah. Well, so what's the purpose of it for? Uh, yeah. Okay. We well, see, here's the that. thing.
1: Here's <laughs> the thing. If it's not legitimate, mm-hmm. I can't see what the purpose is.
0: Yeah, because like I think cool. the purpose is to misdirect people. Yeah. Cause when it comes to the IRS, they don't play that shit.
1: Right. So when you put your CPN number down, who's gonna take that as legit?
0: That's doing legitimate business. Not nobody. Exactly. I know. So that's the part right there. But that's that's the thing about gurus, man. Like the, the thing is gurus are just like that magic weight loss pill. Yep. Yep, yeah, you don't got to do no magic diet, yeah, the magic diet. That's what fake gurus are. I'm gonna show you how easy. And here's the funny thing when, 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 when certain gurus have like they'll have footage going up to a girl and they met for work, I'm thinking paid actor, yeah, facts, facts. It's easy to
1: walk up, honestly, if you got social skills, it's easy to walk up to anybody and start a conversation. That's easy. That's it. But now when we're talking about trying to get a phone number, trying to build a relationship, that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. But if you know how to move socially in a social setting, starting up a conversation with somebody is easy. Facts. When I was when I used to work in the clubs back in the 90s, right? I used to work at this one club called the Melting Pot. Right. So every night when I walked in, I got 10 drink tickets. Which, man, I got 10 free drinks for the night. Mm. Now, we're not talking necessarily top shelf, but a free drink is a free drink, right? Right. So I would walk the club, people I let in, people I were already in, and I would see females standing around looking like they're not having a good time. Now, I'm not going to drink 10 drinks in the night. But in order for my money to stay where it's at and go up, well, if I see this female over here don't look like she's having a good time, I'm going to walk up to her and say, hey, miss, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm okay. Well, I don't mean to interrupt what you're doing right now, but don't look like you're having that great of time. So look, take this drink ticket, take it up to the bar, get you a free drink, but please leave them a tip because my bartenders work hard and try to enjoy yourself. More. Fam, do you know how many of them females will come back and start a conversation with me? A lot. Yeah. And you know how many of them females came home with me? Everyone none, none. Man, that rules don't shit where you eat true because that shit for me was about the money so if a female came to my club that night that i'm promoting and the promoter just happened to come up or some dude in the, in the area because i told him i was a promoter just walked up on you and gave you a free drink she don't remember that shit and she's gonna come back next week she's gonna tell all her friends yeah i was in there What you know it, the party was cool, but, you know, it, was, it wasn't until this guy or whatever narrative she's going to give, he hooked me up with a free drink. He hooked me up with a $10 drink and only had to leave a $2 tip. Oh, yeah. I
0: didn't
1: leave a tip at all. But I got me a free drink for doing nothing. I didn't have to talk to him. I didn't have to tell him no lies. I just got a drink.
0: That's, it. That's a social skill. I became friends uh, with the the here last night. Just by talking and shit, and they see the thing
1: is that's what bartenders do—they talk to you. Because mm-hmm. while you're drinking, the your inhibitions is going lower, which means your pockets get bigger.
0: Yeah, you know I've been having um having a great time out here. Oh, by the way, real quick, just want to put this out there for the podcast—we're uh, officially now on twelve platforms. Booyah! Yeah. Twelve play. No, we ain't talking about
1: R. Kelly. Sorry, no R. Kelly here. Are
0: you stupid? No, we officially are on Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. Amazon what? Amazon Music. What's the other one, though, fam? What's the other one? Amazon Audible. Oh, how do
1: we get there? How do we get there? See, I want everybody out there to understand this.
0: How did we get there? We actually got an invite from Amazon themselves. One more game. One more game. got an invite from Amazon and so... <laughs> and that invite
1: came because we doing the what? We're doing the work. Oh, one more game. One more game. Yeah, what? We're what? We
0: doing the work. There's no shortcuts to success. Like, uh, I need people to realize success is borrowed. It's not given. Yeah, but what's what's it built
1: on? Oh, it's failure. built on consistency. Yeah, but it's built off of failure. Yeah. You got to fail before you can succeed. Facts. So here you go. When you started off the podcast, right? Yep. It moved hella slow then. Hell yeah. You're looking at your numbers and you're like, shit, what the fuck? But what you didn't do was give up. You was like, fuck that. I'm not giving up. I got a message. Y'all going to hear me. Yeah. You heard what I said. Y'all going to hear me. So you kept going. Kept putting that content out. Went through two other
0: hosts. Well, the reason why I did the podcast is because I got a lot to say about a lot of shit. <laughs> Especially the dumb shit that happens in everyday life. Regardless of- right, just-
1: See, you wouldn't be a fake guru if you said, hey, what you got to do is put your hard work in. Mm-hmm. You, never, you wouldn't come out and be like, yo, you want to have a successful podcast? This is what you got to do. And that's all it takes. So now people are going to think, I put one podcast out there, I'm going to blow up.
0: No, this is not my first podcast. This is actually my second. So this is built off your first what? Yeah, my first podcast. No. I, I still got the episodes failure.
1: of the previous one, too. Right, but I'm saying it was built off your first failure. Yeah. Not to say that it wasn't successful. But if your first podcast in totality, totality only got... 10 downloads, that's still saying something. Facts. And I'm talking all the episodes you did, just 10. Yeah. We moved to now, where we've literally looked at our podcast jump from here to here, to you getting an email, the fuck? What? What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Facts. Uploaded. Then you go to the site, you're like, yo, this is real. Yep. Oh, shit, it's
0: right. He's stupid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So the
1: success is built on hard work and keeping your efforts going. Because see, I listen to Mr. Samuels because he's entertaining.
0: Yeah.
1: But see, what people don't realize is that he's been doing this shit for five, six years.
0: And I just heard of him this year. I ain't even watching his old content.
1: And mind you, a lot of the content on YouTube didn't get popular till when the pandemic, yeah. You pandemic. Can't go nowhere, you know. Watched everything on TV 12 times, yeah. Let me see what's on YouTube. And I learned a long time ago YouTube is evil. That's right, I said it YouTube is evil. Well, I'm because not gonna you say it, in,
0: yeah. You're gonna find it and you're gonna get stuck on it. I'm gonna say it's not evil. YouTube to me is basically YouTube University because you can literally learn and find out everything on YouTube.
1: Right. But see what I mean by evil, you could type in some bull and they got it. Yeah. And you'll be sitting there watching it for hours and don't even realize it. You know, I got stuck on magic for like two weeks, sleight of hand, card tricks. Really? Just because it's like, wow. Had nothing else to do. What you think I was doing when I was sitting up there at that college? He's
0: watching videos on magic tricks, really? All kind of dumb shit. Wow. Now, the one thing I learned about YouTube is you got a lot of people teaching the same shit. But you got a lot of people who are just overcompensating, not really teaching shit. So all you got to do is, under the topic you're searching for, watch one or two videos of people. And if you didn't learn nothing from the first two videos, don't watch them more because they bullshit. I said you yeah, got you, you to skim through. It's basically too many options on YouTube. So, like, too many options ain't always good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you on that, but see, what, what also happens with the YouTube success is people move faster than their resources are, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you've got a platform where you're talking about finances you yeah. find you come to discover that there's these people talking about finance you want to invite them on mm-hmm. you invite them on they do a whole spiel it sound like they know what they're talking about then two three four weeks later you find out dude is a fraud mm-hmm. talking about doing it ain't never did it you do a background check on them. you talking about a dude that wants to control finances But just two years ago, he filed for bankruptcy. You know, you got a dude talking about relationships, but he's never had a relationship that lasted longer than a year.
0: Shit, you got real estate gurus out there who never sold a property.
1: Don't Don't even own own a property.
0: property. Yeah. Own Own property. There's all types of gurus. Anybody who calls himself a guru, a financial expert, strategist, Leave them alone. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to even take it to this point.
1: If they're talking about their financial guru, especially finances, and don't do it, or have a legitimate business, yeah, run. Run fast. Mm -hmm. Because anybody that's got a legitimate business, you should be able to look that business up. They should be able to state the name of that business, and through the proper search tools, I should be able to find it.
0: Tell me if you agree with me on this one. I think Dr. Umar Johnson is a fake guru. No. You don't think so? I'm not saying his love for the black community isn't real. I'm not saying what he's trying to accomplish isn't real. But his approach is not effective.
1: Well, I think... He got a lane that he was moving in, right? Yeah. And eventually that lane, like a highway, had a whole bunch of different exits. Instead of just getting off of one exit and building on that, I think he had so many people from the outside coming in at him. Yeah. That he got himself involved in something that he wasn't ready for or fully knowledgeable about. And mistakenly touted it.
0: Yeah. And then later on had to maybe pull back from it. Here, here's where the fake guru comes in, and you probably don't notice. He was caught taking a picture with a female. You know, her legs on top of him, and everything. She's married. The way that that way that picture went out, highly appropriate. You would think they were like fucking.
1: Yeah, but see, my question would be: Does he know she's married?
0: Do we know what the relationship with them two so are? Well? I personally don't know they, their personal relationship with each other. I never even heard of her until that thing came out. The point I'm trying to make is if he does know and if there is going on, how you talk about, how do you preach about saving black families and, uh, and stuff like that when you're breaking up a black family?
1: But see what I'm saying about the picture. Mm -hmm. Remember pictures worth a thousand words. It don't mean that 1,000, that 999 of them are truth. He got a picture picture could be anything how we don't know that's a childhood friend and if she is married he's well aware of her husband they go ahead he goes and has dinner with them at their house true who's to say that the person that took that picture wasn't her husband true but i could take that picture and go
0: everywhere with it. i could take that picture and try to take them down but do i make a valid point though
1: no. oh you make a valid point but do i make a valid
0: no, you mean, yeah, we, we both make valid points. I'm just saying, don't preach about bringing black families together and you breaking up families. But and see, again, cool. we don't know that. Yeah.
1: There was never a story that came out that he broke up a, mar- a, a marriage. It was a see, picture. Not yet. But if it was, it would have came out with that. That's true. It ain't like uh, Brother Polite, who some may have said, He's a guru. He caught charges in Florida.
0: Dang, the basis of those
1: star. charges, a Luster. DNA rape kit. Yeah, child Once they got the results from that DNA rape kit and his DNA was there,
0: then they went and arrested him. Yeah. So that's facts on facts. But even uh, gurus who name himself like Brother Polite and. Fresh young CEO. It's like you gotta just like JT. He said he said this in his last uh episode on his, on his YouTube channel. Um uh, nicknames have to be given to you. You have to earn them. If you name yeah, yourself, the, give me a nickname you have. All right, so people call me Mr. Two Six. I I I never gave myself that name.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give you my embarrassing fucking nickname. Okay. And when they gave it to me, I said, don't you ever, ever, ever say that in front of females. So the dude that gave it to me was from Buffalo. My nickname was Fly Guy.
0: I hated that shit. Fly Game? Fly Guy. Fly Guy. Like, I'm going to get you, sucker? I mean, I don't know, bro. I mean, you got the shades and the hat on right now. Whatever, yo. (laughs) Whatever, yo. But see, here's where I... See, when
1: when you get a nickname, it's never going to be necessarily flattering. Yeah. You know, so the first time they introduced me to a bunch of females, mm-hmm. as fly guy, you know what one of the females had to come out and say,
0: right? What she say?
1: I don't see what's so fly about <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Yo, See, See, my first nickname, they called me Butters. I hated that name. Couldn't catch for shit, huh? Huh? Couldn't catch for shit, huh? Nah, I'm like, I did not even know how to even turn into a positive. I'm like, what, does that mean I just slip through shit? Or I'm always folding or something? It's just like, I was like, I couldn't even turn into a positive. I'm like, why butters?
1: See, I remember there was a dude in college that I gave him a nickname. It was the crew I hung with. His nickname was, I gave to him, was Fitz. Mm-hmm. F-I-T-Z-Z, right? Now, the reason I gave him the nickname Fitz is he was nice in ball. But he was one of these dudes that when he played ball, he was serious about it. So if you start messing up, he's throwing Fitz on the ball court. Mm. So when I gave him the nickname, he was like, hey, why are you calling me Fitz? And when I said, because when we be playing ball, you be catching real attitudes because dudes is fucking up. He was like, you know what? That shit fits." For the rest of the time we was there, everybody called him Fitz.
0: Oh, now I do have a nickname that I was given by by a group of my friends, and I actually like it because because it, it sticks and it fits. So my my group of friends that I went with in Vegas, um, back in May, they all call me No Fucks. Oh, that's No Fucks over there. Why why you said why you call No Fucks? Because he don't give a fuck, bro. It's just <laughs> like you damn it. It's like. Uh, if you dare me to do something, or you think I'm not going to do some crazy shit, just like the shit I sent you about the document and what I wrote, oh, I don't give a fuck. That's, what, that's what? how I heard the name. <coughs> I was shorten that shit down to no fool. No fool? No fool. No fucks. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but yeah, like, to to this very day, they call me no fucks.
1: Yeah, but at least it wasn't given to you by a guru. There you go. That's true. So, if we had to... What would you say would be the one thing you got to look out for when we talk about a guru.
0: Mm-hmm. Anybody who calls himself a expert or guru, red flag. Period. Because that means you can't make mistakes. Or you think you're perfect. And then the thing is, every guru has a course as a course, something to teach you and it'd be bullshit. Like, like, think about
1: the gurus that talk about how to start up a business. Yeah. I know I've started a business. I know you've started a business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did anybody tell us about all these little extra steps you got to take once you get the filing and the EIN and the DUNS and all that other stuff?
0: Nope. None. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing they tell you the pretty stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't no, they, they leave out the small shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. The small shit
1: that ends up tripping you big time. Facts. So for me, I would say the one red flag for gurus is they got all the answers. They can solve all your problems.
0: Yeah, and that's they not can make I'm you saying. an expert
1: just like them.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's not
1: the case but see you know with these two with the fake and fraud like I said when I was listening to them and you played them I could hear they bore. I could hear it you don't even got the charisma in your voice mm-hmm. to be doing what you say you do and then when I'm listening to who they referring to like B like, you talking about females that unfortunately if
0: you got the pay they willing to play facts and the crazy part is I never learned anything from their podcast. I watched it because it was entertaining, especially when they kicked out the girls and got to arguments. It was entertaining, especially they had, they even had certain guests on there. They had 6ix9ine on there. They had DJ Academics on there. Oh, you can't bring up that dude, yo. No, I'm just saying. Like, they, like, regardless of how infamous the person is, they still managed to bring them on. So it's just like they had 6ix9ine on there. They had DJ Academics on there. They had, Young Don, the sauce guy, there, they had a lot of people who are known on there. So I give them props for that. But well, see, remember, one of the things
1: I've learned and I know you've learned, just because you see them on there as a guest, don't mean they ain't, ain't paid to beat it. Mm-hmm. So are we actually looking at an
0: interview or infomercial? But here's the grimy part, though. And this is what the dude who broke into the house, the intern, Mentioned in the pod in, in other podcasts, Fresh and Fit would talk mad garbage about the people they bring on the show, right before they even come on the show. And even if they didn't get on the show yet, they'll, they'll, they'll still talk shit about them and still try to convince them to come on the show.
1: Yeah, but see, what I noticed about them is that they had a certain ideation of how men of a certain caliber move and behave.
0: Yeah.
1: And since they haven't really been those type of men, that type of man of caliber, or been mentored by men of caliber like that, they were emulating all the wrong sh about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get to uh, and see, you know, we've we've heard these things about a high value man, but when you're just a man of value, you move a certain way, you talk a certain way, you act a certain way. That's just what it is. And it's not because you're trying to impress nobody. That's because that's what your character is. Okay. You get to a certain point in your life where I'm not going to say the values and opinions of others don't matter, but it's not going to weigh heavily on your soul and make you move differently than what you are, unless what you're doing is wrong. But, you know, fake and fraud, like I applaud y'all for moving your platform the way it the way you were able to, but y'all, y'all definitely stumbled along the way, and I really do hope y'all recover and you get that steam and momentum back up.
0: The only way they're gonna recover is if they become dishonest with their audience. Well, you know, it's like it's
1: like you gotta give a retraction. You print you print something wrong in your paper. Mm-hmm. Well, now you gotta print a retraction. You gotta you gotta swallow that jagged pill.
0: Well, here's the thing. I'm a, The reason why this blew up like it did is because the type of industry they broke into. They broke in what is called the manosphere. And basically, that deals with Red Pill, MGTOW, and, and these manosphere is supposed to teach men how to be men. Since so many men out there grow fatherless, these are their teachers, these is their so called fathers. I'm teaching you how to. How to focus on your body, your mindset, your business. This is what makes a man a man. Stop chasing booty all day. Chase your money. The booty's always going to be there. You know, shit like that. So chase your purpose, man. not the pony. Yeah. So they got into that um industry as perpetrators, and they even fooled the manosphere. That's why it's blown like it did. Cause now you're making them look bad.
1: That's why certain people disassociated themselves from it.
0: Yeah. Like that's how it you know, because we
1: both know, because we watch a lot of the similar content. We know of people that they really got legitimate business. They're really trying to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe somewhere along the line they tripped up and gave out some misinformation. But it doesn't mean that everything else they're talking about isn't legit. True. Maybe this one little thing they did It's one thing. Yeah. But it does it discount all of the information they're giving? Nah. Yeah. Like, one dude, I'm not going to shout his name out, but he's the brother that put us up on how to properly use your credit card. Yeah. Now, he's talked about it from a big business scale. But when you think about what he's talking about and take it down to your personal lifestyle, Mm -hmm. oh, he gave out some valuable info. True. But then he tripped up a little bit someplace else. Okay, bro, you know what? you got excited, you went faster than what you was doing, I get it. Everybody makes a mistake. I'm not going to discount you. Mm-hmm. But on this side, I'm going to give you all the credit that's due. Even some of the brothers that he's been on shows with, they give out some valuable info. They got real people that come on. But what I'm also going to thank some of these platforms for is letting these people out of been straight frauds straight frauds scammers get on give out their message so now when the real looks at them we can they can use that as a point of education to say hey look you heard what he just said you heard how he's building this that's not real that's a scam or it is real but it works like this it's a pyramid scheme it's the what is it the marketing multi-level marketing
0: yeah, it's called
1: an MLM. The, yeah, multi-level market. Yeah. Which you can make money in, but it's kind of like if you ain't in there in the beginning and you come later, well, you just might not make no money. Facts. You know, but when we talk about fake and fraud, it's like, it's not necessarily just the message that they put out. It's one of the most powerful things that you can use in this country or the world for that matter. It's the imagery that they started giving out. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when, when people do a background check on you and they realize that you worked in this industry and now you're on this platform and the platform's only been around for a couple of months, the amount of money that you're talking about having and the possessions that you're talking about having, it's not real. But realistically, all I got to do is take a picture in front of a Lambo or green screen myself in front of a private jet, say this is mine, and hope there's enough dumb people out there to believe it and buy my course. Yeah. Even when I remember when I think, who was it, Drake? Mm -hmm. When Drake bought the private jet, right? Everybody's like, yo, how can he afford the private jet? Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of money. But then when you do the background on it, it wasn't him reporting that I got a private jet initially. It was somebody else. But what we didn't, what we weren't told about that private jet is that it's not necessarily, and I may not be accurate on this, he doesn't own it entirely. Okay. It's one of those deals where he's maybe the owning partner, mm-hmm. but the jet gets used for other purposes besides just his needs. That's true. Because understand, buying a private jet, just one jet, we talking about a couple mil. Then we're talking about servicing and fueling it. It's another couple mil. Mm-hmm. Unless you're talking about Diddy money, Dre money, can you really, and honestly, how many jets you heard about Diddy on? How many jets you heard about Dre on? Really? Because see, when you got it, you don't talk about it. The minute you got it and talk about it, you put a big old bullseye on your back. And I'm not just talking to wolves, I'm talking about the feds. Because now they want to see well, how'd you get all this money? Do a red check, a red flag check on You make your money quiet. You move quiet. You move off into the hills somewhere. So that when people drop past your place, it's always a curiosity like, why has that place got so much security? I wonder who lives
0: there. Facts. And real quick, before we end this podcast, I don't want to go too long. When it comes to dating gurus, the reason why they're so popular is because apparently the whole point of a dating guru is to avoid rejection. And I'm going to put that out there right now. Rejection Facts. is not the end of the world. I've been rejected numerous times and I got what? and I got bodies.
1: But you built your social skills off of what? Your social failures.
0: My failures. So here's the thing. Even though you got bodies, you got game, you're not always going to be a person's cup of tea, no matter how good you look. No. No. Everything ain't for everybody. Yeah. So you got to stand. Take it for granted, man. Take the rejection. Because you never know. You become successful one day, you might fuck her later.
1: And as far as gurus are concerned, if it looks too good to be true, if it sounds too good to be true, it ain't true. Do your homework.
0: Don't be gurus.
1: Even if they talking something real, do your homework. We did it. Yeah. We found out a couple of people we trying to deal with. They real. Yeah. They really do this. You know, I was skeptical as hell. Like, I don't know, B. Just check him out first. I don't know. And then what'd you do? You know, he's real. You'll be born. He real. He really do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's roll with him. Thanks.
0: All right, people. I think that's it. That's the podcast. It is. Till next time. Next time. We're going to talk about some more ill shit. Mo' L, the illest. The illest. And don't forget, listen to us on Amazon, Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all them shit, all 12 platforms. We out there. we trying to put the message out there and all type of shit. <laughs> For real,
1: though. For real, though.
0: For real. All right, peoples. Latest. Deuce. Nigga.